Hello, welcome to the University of Brighton podcast. I'm Richard Newman. This is the fortnightly podcast, which features news and interviews from around the university, from our students to our academics and researchers. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. If you're not, please do share with fellow students and staff. This week, we're having a catch up with the Brighton Students' Union to have a chat about refreshes and a few other bits too. So joining me is Vice President for Activities, Meg Donovan, and the BSU's Events Manager, Amelia Brown. Thanks for your time, both of you. Okay, so let's start with you, Meg. I think we last talked ahead of the start of the academic year, and I think if we're honest, we didn't think back then we would be two more national lockdowns down come February. How have you found the last few months? I think it was back in September, October that we spoke, um, I think. Yeah, it's been, it's been weird, um, but I think, it's, I think the students have been really resilient um, at the same time because it's been a really hard time for them, but especially the societies, um, the student societies, they've been so resilient with everything they're doing. Like a lot, you'd think a lot of them would just give up because everyone's so sick of Zoom, but they're still going because they're so... Um, dedicated to making sure other students feel you know welcome at Brighton so it's been really nice to see but also at the same time it's obviously been really hard for a lot of students. Mm. And we'll, we'll come to how we're all a bit sick of Zoom um, a little bit later on and um, that we, we all cope in, in different ways what do you find Meg works for you when you're feeling a little bit down because I think all of us get to mm. that point every now and again that this feels like it's been the hardest of the three lockdowns doesn't it? Yeah, it, this is definitely the hardest. I saw a thing on Twitter the other day and it was like, lockdown one was about like exercising and like baking bread. The second one was watching Netflix and the third one is surviving, which is so true. Um, but I feel like if I'm feeling down or just fatigued from Zoom or whatever, I like to delete all my social media apps because I find social media is just so weird the time we're living in right now like constantly scrolling seeing what people are doing like the sad news there's happy news it's like so intense so I feel like just deleting it all and just taking some time to do things like I don't know baking or whatever um I think is really good for your mental health Mm. and we'll talk about mental health and well-being a bit later on but uh, Amelia same question to you really you were new this academic year so I imagine it's been a, a bit of a strange settling in period for you. Yeah definitely I mean my role's the event manager so uh, events has been one of the toughest things to sort of keep people inspired by and interested in and engaged with because as we know um, just online events everyone at the very beginning was was kind of like up for it but now obviously as time goes on it's not the most social so it has been difficult um and that's kind of what we've been working on trying to find ways that we can still engage students that doesn't become cliche and boring and repetitive um so it's been tough but it's just about thinking outside the box really yeah it, obviously it's really important to be positive about this as well because that's the way we have to be going forward. We have to approach it that way. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna, and we will be speaking about that in a bit. What, same question to you as well then, they asked Meg, what do you do to, to switch off from all the strange things going on externally? Yep, I think the main thing is, is giving yourself time outside of the house um, in the safest way possible. So I make sure that I schedule in going for walks, taking my mind away from screen time, put on a good playlist. I know it sounds cliche, but 
do some exercise and that tends to keep me quite stimulated and um positive actually and also writing down positive things i've got into the habit of just sort of writing down the good things that are happening as opposed to the bad things that are happening or or the, your negative feelings and just like really homing in on the nice things that are happening and appreciating those bits yeah that sounds good um okay look we're about to kick off semester two so let's like i say approach this positively now vaccines are out there's more of them all the time lockdown appears to be working things should be better by easter we would hope so look a perfect way to start this is uh, a few more positive vibes with refreshes meg what's the idea behind this yeah refreshes well the whole point of refreshes um is to give students like a second chance into um like joining societies and things like that because obviously with the freshers um, event we had back in october september time um students and societies were able to promote themselves um, so students could join societies become make more friends become part of these communities um, and a lot of students may not have got the chance to do that the first time around maybe because they were new they didn't know where to go they might have been nervous to do so so this time around it's like a second chance um, and for the first week or two um, i think um, it's free for societies for students to join societies so they can try them out um, they can try all of them out if they want um, so it's just essentially um, a time where we promote all of the societies as much as we can because the more students join societies the more um, students will make friends and build that community mm. Amelia what's on the agenda Yep, so we've put together, this is for um, Refreshers Week alone, we've got some creative workshops happening, um, which so far seem quite popular, so do sign up, um, they're completely free, uh, we've got them happening in three different topics, so we've got a music workshop where you can have a vocal class or you can do some songwriting lessons, um, and get some industry advice. We've got a dance workshop with Brendan Hansford, who is a Pineapple Studios choreographer, and he's also uh, Sam Smith's choreographer. He did um, one of his music videos. And then we've got a West End workshop as well with Harry Francis, uh, who's gonna be doing a rendition from Cats. So we've got some really amazing people in. Um, they'll be broken up into three parts. You've got part one, which is a physical workshop, and you'll have a break. Part two, which is all about careers advice, industry advice, all the questions that you want to ask, and you might be interested in that industry and not know how to sort of progress or move forward, so that there'll be loads of information there. And then part three will be a Q&A. So even if you're interested in just the first part, you can just go to the physical or you can do the whole thing. Um, but yeah, like I said, they're completely free and there's some really amazing people that are running those. So that's what's on the agenda for refreshers. Yeah. How tough is it to be able to convince them to come in and, and, and do these workshops? You know what? Everybody was quite keen. I mean, it, it is hard because... Um, a lot of them have, a lot of the people I've spoken to have actually then gone on and said that they've got other things that they've got to go and do because they've got like big auditions and stuff like this. But um, they're all quite keen to get involved and give back to the community, give back to the students. So the people that we have secured are very excited to come in and show you 
all of the classes. So yeah. And theatre is going to be a massive part of the, the COVID recovery when we finally can all get back into those yeah. auditoriums. Um, Meg, has there been a difference this year uh, in the number of people who've joined societies and sports clubs, do you think, because of um, the situation we're in? Yeah, there definitely has. I've spoken to a lot of students and I've said, oh, have you joined a society? And they're like, are they still on? Are they still running? Because I think a lot of students will assume that they're not happening um, because societies meet up in person. Sport happens in person. Unfortunately, sport isn't happening at the moment um, due to the government guidelines, which is really sad. But the societies are still meeting on Zoom um, and doing their socials um, and things like that. Um, it's really sad. The ones who normally perform, so the performance-based societies, um, they always meet in person, so they sing or dance or whatever, and that's really hard to do over Zoom, which is kind of why we decided to do these workshops, um, because it gives them the chance to, like, do their passions and get better at it. Um, I've definitely bought tickets to all of them. <laughs> they all look amazing. But, yeah, no, there's definitely been a difference um, in memberships, but I think it's just about spreading the word um, and also we're um, we're giving £50 incentives to societies if they put on a welcome event in the first week um, so if they put on a welcome event they'll get £50 for their society which means they can buy equipment um, for their society when Covid eases they can get speakers in and things like that so we're just trying to stay positive really. There's also the virtual fairs as well so how will they be working Meg? So it's, it's kind of going to be similar to um, the Freshers Fair we did back in um, September, October. Um, and it's going to be a virtual fair called Reloaded. Um, and it will kind of be like a swipe um, kind of scenario, um, whether it's on a phone, on a screen, you can swipe through the societies you want to get involved in. There's also categories, which makes it easy. So instead of having to, well, you can, you can click on any and just swipe through every single one, or you can click on a category, whether it's culture, society, um, performance, skill-based, that kind of thing. Cool. Um, and LGBTQ uh, History Month, uh, also a big part of all of this. Um, what's planned there? Yeah, so um, we're heavily involved with the LGBTQ um, society because um, they're doing their own events, um, which is amazing. And we're also working with them on some stuff. We're doing a, we're doing a podcast with them um, all about like um, positive and negative representation of the LGBT community in the media, um, which is going to be really interesting. Um, just about like the importance of it. Um, stereotypes, stuff like that, like really interesting topics. Um, so that's the main thing we're doing. Um, we're also doing loads of stuff on our social media about movies to go and watch, um, books to read, podcasts to listen to, um, icons, LGBT icons, getting students involved, um, giving their favorite quotes um, by LGBT like, activists. So all stuff like that. I mean, in normal times, we would be doing more in person, obviously, but we're sticking to do it, doing it virtually. Mm -hmm. And we'll have a podcast planned on that for a couple of weeks time. So do keep an eye out for that. Um, a question to both of you, really. Do you think we're all getting better and making the most of online social situations? Or are we getting a bit weary? We kind of mentioned it, touched on it right at the start, didn't we? Or maybe a bit of both, really. Certainly 
online events now are a lot slicker than what they were when we first tried to adapt to this in March. What do you both think? Meg, maybe first of all. Um, I think I think we have gotten better at it. Um, I think at first we didn't really know what we were doing, um, you know, in terms of events right at the beginning, and now we are getting better at it. Um, but in terms of Zoom fatigue, I think, as you were saying, Amelia, I think you just have to take screen breaks. Like, I'm the worst for that. Like, I can spend all just day on a screen and just eat my lunch at the computer, but it's just, it's not wise to do that. And I'm now doing the same thing, taking an hour in the day to, you know, go on a walk um, and just take some time away. Um, but I don't know. What do you think, Amelia? I think we are. I think... Um... As long as you, um, kind of what I meant at the beginning was like, as long as you're creating events that are outside of the box and not just going for the sort of generic, oh, quiz. And because um, that I think that's what most people are. I think people are quizzed out. But when you put something that's engaging in front of them, maybe a class or a workshop, that's where people seem to be more engaged. I mean, even personally, I've been doing a lot of online fitness classes, which I've loved. I think they're really, really good. Um, and it's something that I thought about the other day that I'll probably do after lockdown because they're so good. Um, so I do think people are getting more engaged with online activity providing depending on what it is essentially so yeah definitely yeah I mean that's it, it when you went into events the media did do you think you had, I mean clearly the focus is always on physical events um, yeah. I don't know how much experience you would have had of online events in the past so you've probably you had to learn as well to, to, to change things so you and you are trying to reinvent the wheel here because we need something like you say which is a little bit different to everything else which is going on because otherwise you end up just having students as well with you have their lectures seminars online tutorials online and then they end up having another someone else just talking at them in a social setting and maybe that's not quite what they need when you're having downtime so how difficult has it been actually to think about new ways of doing things and the second part of that question would be if you have touched upon something that's actually been pretty successful, even when we do go back to, uh, you know, hope when we do go back to some sort of resemblance of normal, might you be looking at maybe doing these online in the future? Because of course, a lot of our students also commute, don't they? Yeah, I mean, there are some really incredible things you can do with online events and there's ways you can make them physical. Um, just take our Halloween event. We actually had a really good turnout for that. Um, and they got a physical box filled with goodies. They got to, obviously this is different because we were not so in lockdown, which it's harder when we're completely locked down, but when they're allowed to engage with their housemates, they had a box of goodies to share, loads of food vouchers. Um, and so it's about taking the small physical elements and using that to your advantage. Um, that's, that's kind of, what I've been trying to do and uh, for, for virtual events, it, it has been really hard. I haven't got any experience in virtual events before, but I really don't think that virtual events will ever stop. And I can see some real positives in running virtual events in the future, um, especially for those students that 
might have children or might not actually like going out um, or might not like this the drinking culture because there's all different types of events so i think it's a positive um and it's just about staying up to date with the technology uh keeping yourself up to date with all the different things that you can implement to a virtual event just to give it that extra physical feel um so it doesn't feel like you're just watching somebody on a screen or that you're not actually involved um so did that answer both of those questions it did i think it did yeah but <laughs> thank you well answered um the, the benefits of joining a society meg really important right i mean it's been a, it's been a strange year for first years especially to get to know their peers um and this is um a, a great way because students you know will, will want to hit the ground running again when restrictions do lift in a safe way and we know that the likelihood is that things may not feel normal again probably until if we're if we're realistic somewhere near the next academic year yeah i mean society's like are so beneficial i mean when i was a student i was in the musical theater society and it was like the best thing about my uni experience um like just a group of people you see every week um and they like your 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 community that you get to see every week i mean it's as simple as that but I think when it opens up again, um, I think it will be so exciting for them because they've been stuck on Zoom this whole time and they're kind of used to it. Um, but when they say, right, you can go back in person now, you can do this, you can do that. Like, I think the ideas they come up, they come up with are going to be so like exciting and brilliant and like refreshing. Yeah. I mean, they have, you know, we all have our different support networks, but expanding that is also really important um, just so you get a few different views as well and you can maybe sort of thinking a little bit differently about things um, to, to both of you because it sort of leads on to a, a quick chat about well-being really you'll have interactions with students on different levels it'll be, it'll be a bit a mixed bag and, and for some people lockdown does work for them you know this is, it's not, this is not all negative but but for some it is it is really tough so anecdotally what sort of things are you hearing from students about how they're coping with their well-being, how they're managing their well-being? Yeah, I mean, we've been doing these um, welfare checks. Um, so all of the SU, all the staff at the SU, our goal is to reach out to every single student um, via Teams. Um, and we're basically just sending them a message to say, how are you? Like, I, hope, I know it's really hard at the moment, especially for students. Um, if you ever want to have a call, um, then let us know. Um, and we've been keeping track of that. A lot of students um, either don't reply, which is fine. Um, some students say, thank you so much, but I don't need the help right now. And others do need to talk, um, which has been so great. I mean, it hasn't been great, but it's been good that we've been able to hear that issues and we can actually help them and we can find solutions um, so we've had loads of stuff like hardship funds um, a lot of students haven't been able to get their computer working due to the wi-fi or whatever problems we've been like oh you know there's this access fund that you can um, apply for which they didn't even know about um, things like that um, obviously just feeling demotivated um, they've been unhappy with the quality of teaching obviously with it being online um stuff like that it's such a range um but it's been so nice being able to have that interaction with them um even though it's online 
And I guess this is a this is the point as well where I mean you are the the student voice, um, and you are that conduit that we said before between the students and you know the university executive board basically the university itself. So this is the point where that relationship is probably needs to be at its tightest doesn't it because you need to work together to make sure that the students are well supported at the same time yeah if students don't know about some of the well-being and support services that university does offer but they've come to the student mm -hmm. union first you're able to direct them to those services to so they can get help yeah yeah definitely like a lot of students don't even know that ssgts are a thing um and it's good being able to tell them about those services. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a really good thing. We, I think we were, for, before Christmas, we'd reached 30% of students and we've now contacted every student at Eastbourne. Um, I think we're 60% through Grand Parade um, and we've still got Moleskoum and Balmer to go. I was just going to say, we have actually got wellbeing workshops as well happening, which is probably quite um, an important thing to highlight. So from the 22nd of February, we've got a five week campaign running, which is where we've got a workshop each week to touch on different um, different areas from managing anxiety and building confidence to managing stress and workload to how to take away and um, take breaks from social media and how that changes your brain. Uh, we've also got uh, talking about black mental health, suicide prevention training. There is so many different workshops happening. Um, the timetable will be out very soon and it's completely free. They're two hour sessions based on cognitive behavioral therapy. So it's ways that you can cope and during these times. Um, so there's a check-in point each week for students and staff um, you can be completely anonymous, um, you can just change your name and uh, turn your camera off so no one will know you're there um, and that's happening from the 22nd of Feb right to the end of term. So um, I was just going to say look out for that timetable on our social media. Great stuff. Um, and so yes, please do check the SU social media and also brightonsu.com as well before we go just want to touch on the bsu elections um we're at that point of the year again where nominations are about to be put forward meg your term is a long way from done yet but how have you found it so far i mean you couldn't really have expected this this year yeah i mean i i, I didn't expect it at all i mean i thought i'd be a like working from home the first few months and then we'd be back on campus. So it has been hard in that way and working from home has its perks and also has its downsides. But I feel like this role is, is so brilliant in the sense that you can communicate with students um, and you can relate to them. Like I was a student just six months ago. I did my dissertation in a pandemic. So in a way I can relate to them in a bit. Um, and it, you also build so many skills in this role that you you never think you would um, and you can it's kind of weird because you can kind of have, have control of what you do so if you, you're passionate about one thing you can go and do that if you're passionate about another thing you can work with that person I mean active the role of activities has been brilliant um, working with Amelia has been so great she's so good at what she does and I've learned so much from her um, so yeah it's just you just learn so much in this role um, building um, friendships with people you work with and the support this SU gives you is incredible. So it's been really great. 
Thank you, both of you, for your time. I hope you managed to get on campus very soon. Yeah. You can find out more about Refreshes, which runs from Monday, the 8th of February at brightonsu.com and keep an eye on social media as well. Get involved, some great stuff planned as we've been hearing. That's it for this week's podcast. Thanks for listening.